All right, people, we're back. Podcast number 15. Today, I'm with my buddy Mike Peters, who's been teaching me how to shape metal and been working on my van, and I really like the dude. <laughs> and uh, I've always imagined he had, he would give me a good podcast interview, but, you know, so uh, we're here in his garage today. I've only got the one mic again because my second mic fucking died on me. I don't know what the fuck happened, but we're going to roll with it, and I hope the recording is pretty good. So, thanks, Mike. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking Mother's Day. I know you could probably be in the house yeah. doing stuff with your fam, and you're in the garage with me in the dark. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. I like this, though. Yeah, yeah it's This will be a good interview. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so, let's... Uh, you know, Usually with these interviews, I just start off with how people grew up and where, and just kind of what I'm wanting to do is let people see that there's like a, a path to the careers and lives that people have. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. kind of demystify it a little bit that it's actually a lot of hard work and that it takes time and, and you know whatever. Yeah. yeah so yeah. so yeah, get, let, get me started. Where where'd you uh, grow up? Well. I was born here in Denver, Colorado, but grew up mostly in California, Southern California, San Diego area. Ah, 619. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. And so, you know, um, moved to California, got into skateboarding. and. What year did you move to California? Uh, when I was 13, so 80, 83 or so. Ah, because yeah. the first time I went to San Diego, I was 13. Yeah. From Albuquerque. Oh, really? We would stay on Mission Beach. Yeah, I just love up, Mission Beach. Just like a few condos up from Hamels. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hamels is where I bought my first pro skateboard deck at yeah. Dogtown. I've skated with uh, Tony Magnuson there. And, I did, too. And uh, Steve Stedham and right. those guys. Did you ever run into Dave Crabb? He rode for Uncle Wiggly. Uh -uh. He, I remember meeting him. He was super, super dope, dude. That's oh. funny. San Diego. <laughs> yeah, because that was like a huge mind opener for me to like experience California. I remember listening to Beach Boys records thinking, right. oh, this is what California is about. <laughs> yeah. you know? And then got there and was like, whoa, they're into punk and yeah. metal. It's and, different, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's cool. So you left Colorado and moved there. With my mom. Yeah. And okay. then, uh, you know, it's uh, it was a good move for me, I think. Sure. Like, it definitely opened, rocks. Yeah, it opened my eyes a lot, and it was a good learning experience. Yeah. You know, did the BMX thing at first. I did, too. I wrecked okay. my bike a few times. Too bad. Sure. It got hit by cars. And Ooh. <laughs> you know? Really? You got hit? Well, oh, yeah. Me just a, being a, done. A story of you getting hit by a car. I was just going home and i cut through cars and there was a turn lane and i just oh, smacked the car yeah cutting through cars being yeah. dumb you kind of ran into the car yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's a little different yeah that's cool yeah so, um yeah yeah san diego is a, as a, like an early teen yeah was yeah. colorado good before that yeah yeah, I mean... Did you just kind of go to public school and do the thing? Yeah, yeah. Normal yeah, kid stuff? Yeah. I mean, I when I was in high school, I got into uh, printing. What kind? Like lithography and... Oh, litho. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's and, a good thing and, to know and how to do. printing presses and stuff yep. like that. And then I started teaching night classes and yeah. stuff like that. And that was huh. fun. And I thought that was going to be my career for a long, long time. A printer. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, but then... 
you know, I grew up around cars my whole life, so I always loved cars, and I yeah. wanted to be into cars. And what were some of your earliest memories of car culture? Um, or I would just say, kind of, you know, piquing your interest, let's say. I would say the best time was, uh, or the thing that I remember the most was my uncle's. Like, my uncle had a, a Camaro that was, you know, big tired, you know, back in the 80s, you know. Yeah. A 70-something Camaro, and and... It, it was just so bad. It had big wheels and it was fast. And, right. And then my other aunt and uncle, they built cars from scratch. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. From scratch. Yeah. Like they just used like a Subaru chassis. Okay. And then built a wire frame and then fiberglass to body. And, wow. You know, and it was oppressive, you know. like Who was the, doing that? My uncle John. Where you was know? he? He was here. They oh, lived up in Evergreen, Colorado. yeah. They lived oh, up, up in Evergreen. Evergreen. Yeah. I think we've talked about that a little bit yeah. before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. it was really cool. So, I mean, those are like the early things that really got me started into cars was... Did you go to car shows? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah How old me... were you when you started going to car shows? Ten. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. me too. We yeah. moved to New Mexico, I think in 79 or 80, and I was nine or ten. Yeah. And immediately started going to those. The, do the, do know, you know, find it kind of crazy, like how the culture is different from New Mexico to here? Or do you think they're the same? No, I mean, New Mexico has a, a particular cultural, like, car style thing. You're right. Like the low riders. Like the low like, riders. It's very, yeah. very particular. Yeah, like, like California was everything. Like, yes. low riders, sleds, yes. hot rods. We did have some of that at the shows in Albuquerque. I remember, pro you know, around 1980. I remember some huge, like, monster truck things that had all chrome underneath. You yeah, know, crazy right. paint jobs. And there were dragsters, and there were choppers, and, of course, tons of classic lowriders, you know, with the gold yeah. Daytons and yeah. the white walls. Like, yeah. very, very classic. Yeah. And I feel like even... You know, going to a car show in Albuquerque has always been something for the aficionado because it's so particular. Yeah. It can be a little repetitive to me seeing so many 60s Impalas. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, But yeah. that's the thing. It's a yeah. real, you know, you want to keep those traditions alive on some level. Yeah, you, know? you have to. Yeah. I think you I have think to. I think it's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, and I like that you appreciate lowriders, and I've grown, oh, I've it, grown man. over the years to appreciate them too. Because sure. at first I wasn't really into them, you know. Well, no, that's the thing. As a kid, I yeah, I was luckily exposed to all of it because I, you know, I've always been building model cars, and yeah. I did tons of uh, like uh, muscle cars and uh, monster trucks and that kind of thing. I, I don't think I ever built lowrider models as a kid, but that's all I do now. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I lowrider all of them. Yeah, all of them are They're all yeah, cut up. Obsessed. And, yeah. Yeah, I took yeah. the shit out of them. Yeah. Yeah, that's really fun. Yeah. So did, did you end up going, so you went to, I suppose, part of junior high and high school in San Diego? Yep, yeah. Right. El Cajon Valley High School. El Cajon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's where going trucks are from. Yeah. Skateboard yeah, trucks. Yeah. I remember that. I remember them, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. What was, uh, what was that like? What kind of shit were you into in high school? Um, I don't know. They called me the Phantom at high school because the Phantom? I, yeah, because <laughs> I'd like, I'd like come to school maybe once or twice a week. Oh, you, know? you were that kid. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, skateboarding started with me. I remember the first day that I got into skateboarding, me and my friends ditched and we went to a ditch. Yeah. <laughs> we right. skated a ditch. Did the same. In yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my God, this is so fun. Yeah. And then, uh, we 
stole a whole bunch of wood and I built a huge half pipe in my backyard. Oh, you had a ramp in your yard. Yeah, you were one yeah, of those guys. Yeah, yeah, no wonder you 24 to foot wide. Yeah. <laughs> you know, six, yeah. seven, eight feet high, two and yeah. a half foot roll in. Yeah. Like, it was nice. a fun ramp. And, wow. you know, I. Who made that? Me and my friends. Yeah. yeah. Did There's... you get the Thrasher ramp plans or some shit? You just no, knew how to do it? Yeah, just built it. That's right. Yeah, it was fun. It, it took a long time. There's a couple of ads shot there. Jason really? Jesse shot an ad there. Huh. Yeah. And where was that? In El Cajon. In El- well, Santee. Santee, okay. You know the airport right there at the edge of El Cajon and Santee? Vaguely, like yes. In, in between there? Yeah. I think it was Gillespie Field is what it was called. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it, so you guys were skating vert. Oh, man. That's was rad. so fun. Vert's gnarly. <laughs> yeah. Like, half pipes have always scared me. Yeah. Even just I, rolling in. Yeah, they're intimidating well, for sure. The first time I dropped in on Vert, I broke my leg. I broke my right tibia. <laughs> oh, the, no. the, the back foot. It folded over the tail because I didn't compress yeah. as I went right. and I just kind of ate shit. Yeah. You know? And I remember my friends just being like, dude, tighten up your shoe and try it again. And I was like, I don't think so, man. I think it's pretty bad. And I this drove myself working. home. Yeah. Oh, uh, was it? Yeah. It was yeah. the first day of spring break that Friday afternoon, you know? Yeah, right. Of my junior year of high school. And that whole next, that whole week of spring break, I was laid up in bed. And then that like for a week or two after at school i had crutches yeah you know yeah. it was just terrible timing it just fucked my whole spring right. break yeah i was all excited i'm like i'm gonna learn how to skate vert i'm gonna drop in after school on friday I'm and then boom off and bam <laughs> snap i always fell prey to the you know when you're skating and you do okay i'm gonna try this one last time and you would eat shit so hard well usually because you're tired right, right? and you're yeah. like you probably shouldn't go for that last <laughs> right, one right right because that's the one that's gonna get you dude it got me that's every how, time when i skate now i always just skate until i fall down <laughs> until you fall down yeah that's when i know yeah. okay i'm tired <laughs> yeah. like i just fell down like <laughs> right. on, i can't even stand up on the thing right and now and it sucks because we're getting Fuck older it. and it's like sure. harder to recover for sure no that's the thing and i'm worried about my wrists and stuff yeah. and you know injuries yeah me too like yeah we both broke an arm hands, yeah you're yeah. fucked screwed and not having money for a few weeks coming in can be really really fucking devastating yeah absolutely i've noticed that just in doing the move and i haven't been able to sit at the drawing table yeah so bills you know it's like i gotta have money coming in yeah and it's like sometimes i can't just life happens and it's like oh fuck right i gotta hustle again (laughs) right right, hustle and luckily there's a lot of people that support what i do so it's not too tough you know i'm thankful for that yeah that's cool. Yeah, I'm very thankful for where I'm at in my life. Did you ever write graffiti? Yeah. You did that. You see, that's what I figure. I mean, you're in yeah. San Diego, yeah. 80s, into the 90s. You yeah. probably must have come across that <coughs> culture. Yeah, it was it was, it was, was interesting. I th- think I came into it a little late, though, because it started to turn real gangster at the end. Well, there was like the tag banging era, which yeah. I think of as right around 90 to 93 or 4. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And in Southern California, it was particularly uh, aggressive. Yeah, we know? used to ride at this place down by Old Town in San Diego, and uh, we talked about it vapor and. Yeah. Uh, you knew some of my friends. Saki. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and we were down there at a party, and some dude blasted these two dudes 
Oh shit! Like, and it was gnarly. Like, yeah, yeah, it was. It was a kind of a wake up call for me. Like, yeah, yeah. Albuquerque no. was the same way. Yeah, like I don't want to yeah. fuck with this no more. You know, sure, because it's just not. No, that's the thing. It 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 grew out of hip hop. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, right. Yeah, like, yeah. and hip hop to me is inherently a nonviolent, expressive form. Absolutely. You know, you might yeah. have beefs and whatnot, but right. usually you try to deal with those beefs within the paradigm of hip hop. Right. Either having a freestyle MC battle against right. somebody that's been talking shit, right. or you race them as a graffiti writer, right? Try to out scratch them, right? You know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then it's like it's a dance off. It, it, it turned into gangster shit. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. and then it, it kind of lost a lot of us. Yeah, know? I think so. I think a lot, a lot of people walked away that were really good. Yeah, because they yeah. didn't want to be involved in that. And sure, you know, but no, thank that God, sucks. you know, huh? I've been held yeah. up at gunpoint by graffiti writers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a few times. Yeah, <laughs> nothing ever came of it. I just told them to fuck off and shoot me. Right, yeah. You know, just you kept have doing to be what I'm doing. Way. And yeah. if they went for my cans, I'd threaten to knock them out, you yeah. know, and they'd point the gun back at me. <laughs> but it never came to anything. Yeah. Maybe I was dealing with that stupidly, but... Yeah. It was just a gnarly... kids! It, it was a gnarly experience for me because, you know, we came out of the party, and I knew the dude who shot the dudes. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, no, that's how it yeah. goes. And, like, he, you know, he had a sawed-off shotgun, put it to the kid's temple, and... Blah! Wow. You know, crazy, right? Yeah, and it was a crazy visual for me. Well, I'm sure. Yeah, that's the thing that scars you for life. You yeah, know? it was it's a crazy. Like you visual. Never forget some shit like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah. Violence is nuts like that. It's like when you're, you're just. It's so confusing when it's just. It's. Uh, it's what, I don't know. It's uh, yeah, like out of I've the. I've been around shootings and it's just like surreal in the moment. And then afterwards, you're like, what the. Fuck was yeah, that all that about? Was like, gnarly. <laughs> that was way out of hand. Like, yeah. I mean, the thing that I realized was like, man, we as humans are fragile. Right. Very Which fragile. is hopefully what you get out of that situation. Yeah. yeah. It scares you straight a little yeah, bit. Like, yeah, damn, yeah. that dude's life was just pop, just like that. Some other kid's decision. Just over something penile. Right. You know what I well, mean? Well, especially with graffiti writing. Yeah. Right. I yeah. mean, it's such a. It's a minor thing. Yeah, and it was that era yeah. where drugs were start, you know, acid and ecstasy oh, was coming around. So was a lot I'm of sure going around. that was more a Could drug been, deal sure. bust, you know, or the something times, of that nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I had all kinds of friends that were drug dealers in New Mexico that had to deal with people trying to rob them. Yeah, often. Yeah, and yeah. that that yeah, was yeah. a you know at the end of the writing thing for me you know it was just like okay it's time to get to work and yeah start developing a career and getting getting down that path isn't it funny that for some folks graffiti became their career yeah it's fascinating like i have friends that continue just to do pieces on walls and they're sponsored and they're able to make a living selling i think it's a little more like i think the artistry has become so good it's crazy on that crazy. level. Crazy. Funny thing is, though, is San Diego, to me, was a real innovator, technically, with spray can art. Because I was in Aerosol Psychotics crew yeah. after visiting there, I think, in 92. And, like, Zodak and Vapor and Man, Saki Vapor used guys, to do All those guys killer were pieces. technically incredible. Oh, my like, God. Like, to watch how they didn't use stencils or edges yeah. and we're able to paint over colors with other colors to create these tiny little 
uh, highlights things and, and yeah. yeah 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 i watched a zodak paint a lion smoking a huge joint at the Euclid yard, right near the Euclid station, yeah, on yeah, the, the yeah, trains yeah, there, yeah. there was a little graffiti. Yeah, spot. that's the that's the first place we painted yeah. in San Diego with the APS crew, mm. and just watching how he meticulously, like I said, kind of cut out every little detail. Yeah, I remember he did like this. Uh, it looked like there were glowing embers at the end of the joint, oh, and it was really? these tiny little orange shapes yeah and it was just like incredible to see him dig it out with the can and meticulously yeah i'd never seen anybody technically (laughs) that's the thing they had the best can control of anybody i'd ever seen you know and then we went back to albuquerque with those skills and blue minds yeah people were just like what the fuck Yeah. yeah like saki showed me how to do portraits yeah i remember saki's uh piece that saki did and it was this chick and her hair it looks so realistic, and yeah. I was just like, "Did you airbrush? <laughs> like, how right. did you get those lines so thin?" Right. You know, he and he had this little using, trick. Uh, spitter caps. We used to cut the the top yep. that comes yeah. off. You cut it out. You put a little hole in. Yep. Yep. It makes that funny like yeah sound yep. when you yep. yeah yeah yeah. That's what spitters. he was doing. Yeah. He was the king of the spitter. Oh my god, he was so good. He did. Uh, he was doing a bunch of Jesus like productions back then too <laughs> he's like super down with jesus and there was this one piece he did that was like a baby's face and in the background was like doom and chaos like oh, a really? hell scene in part it was this little wall with like razor wire on the top and there's jesus in a white robe doing a jesus throw up oh really it was so sick oh shit you okay that's so fucking awesome. We gotta get you another chair. Whoa! I knew uh, that thing was that was break. awesome. For I the listening the audience, we just broke a chair. I just went down. That was awesome. You okay? Yeah, yeah. All right. This fucking party goes on. That's hilarious. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, you got was see good. All that shit yeah. Too. Yeah, and I mean that gave me an appreciation for uh, uh, a lot of art. You know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Did you go to like the museums in Balboa Park and stuff? Oh yeah. You did yeah, all that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was more like I like the aeronautical, the space aerospace oh, museum yeah. there. You know. Yeah. Because my grandpa, you know, did a lot of engineering for a lot of aircraft. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. My uncle uh, fixed helicopters. Oh really? He learned it, I think, in Vietnam, and then moved to Tulsa, Oklahoma, and worked at a, a heliport there. Right. Uh, I think his whole life. And just fixed helicopters. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, San Diego is definitely, I'm glad we moved there because I, you know, I guess you wonder, you know, why you move places and how it develops you. And I'm glad we moved there. Yeah. 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 So how long did you end up going to, did you graduate from high school there? I never graduated high school. Oh, okay. Because you just were like, fuck school. And we're yeah, like skateboarding. You know, I went to tra- like I, I did think it's auto great body. for people to hear. <laughs> yeah, because I have a lot of friends that are really successful in their own right that don't have a, a GED or a high school diploma. Yeah, and they've done fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got you know, I was doing, I was, I'm a trade guy. I like working with my hands and I like building things and just getting into books wasn't my thing. Right. Like, I just couldn't do it. Like yeah. I couldn't wrap my head around it. I think and there's skateboarding, a lot of people you know, that way, bro. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people. Yeah. And so you know. It, it's one of those things I regret, like, because now I look back, hindsight being twenty twenty, like, high school was really easy, like, 
Right. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. To, it's, yeah. You can't have that yeah. perspective until yeah. later. Yeah, real right. life is a motherfucker. Yeah. yeah, I have a homie that's just turning twenty-one, and he's facing the prospect of getting a job and an apartment yeah. and the whole nine, and he's terrified. Yeah, because he wants to kind of be free and have a bohemian lifestyle and not have to have a nine to five, and it's just like so daunting. Like, yeah. how do you figure that out in this world? Education or not? Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like. Fuck. I mean, the key to success nowadays is you just got to have your hands in as many pies as you can. Sure. I think that's smart. You know. Yeah. Not put all your baskets in one egg, so to yeah, speak. Yeah, right. That's the expression. <laughs> Eggs in one I basket. I have to do that. Yeah. 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 For yeah. sure. And so, you know. Multiple income sources. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm pleased, though. I mean, I'm happy where I'm at. Yeah. That's cool. Do... When did you start? Did, uh, when, did you get a car when you were a teenager and start um, fucking with it, or did that so start I, happening? So I later? got hit on my skateboard one time, uh, you know, right. crossing the street, and the lady didn't stop. She just ran me over and gotcha. broke my leg. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, damn. Yeah. Gotcha. So from that settlement, I bought a '73 Bullet Side Datsun. The Bullet Side. Datsun. Yeah, it was an extra cab, and that's when I really started getting into mini trucking and yeah, yeah those were those years yeah so i started I you know shaving it trucks. out and working okay. on it and because yeah. i was taking auto body in school you know that and was they still did that yeah do yeah they, do you think they still do that at the school that you went to probably not that's just yeah. it yeah and that's what's interesting now they've been pushing us to get college educations for office work for decades you know yeah. and now there's these huge holes in the trade no trades because yeah. young people aren't even tripping on yeah. oh i should be an electrician and i'm like yeah, yeah like my right. friends that are yeah. electricians are killing it right yeah. now yeah you make good money oh, yeah man. i think and I, they, they there's they need so many electricians and plumbers and all right. those kinds of things you know yeah. and so the people that are doing that work now can pick and choose the work for the most part that they want to do because right. there's you know, yeah. it's just the way the nature of that business. Yeah, I right hope now. I hope trades make a comeback, trade schools and stuff like that. Sure. You know, I'd no, like to support it that needs stuff. To. Yeah. That's just yeah. it. It really needs to happen. You know, like I tell my son, you know, he doesn't have to go to college if he don't want to. Sure. But I would like for him to learn a trade. Yeah. Of some sort. Yeah. Right. You know. Right. Now even my parents were a little concerned about that but I, I ended up going to college and studying architecture so I was on a career path so to speak but then once the opportunity came for me to move to San Diego to draw skateboards right. in 93 they were like ah go do that yeah, yeah. yeah. go for it try yeah. it because there's a trade yeah. right oh shit he he turned his drawing shit into a trade who'd have thought right you know so in San Diego you know I I got that truck, and then, you know, I was trying to figure out my life at that point in time, and then, so, I started with car audio, you know, yeah. and I got in on that, and I worked at this place called Mobile Works, well, uh, car audio was the first place I worked, mm. uh, Sam, I forget his last name, but... What year was this? Um, 90 probably wow. okay yeah. so yeah 1991 90, or yeah mm -hmm. and then uh you know i started a truck club yeah miracles that's cool how <laughs> many people did you have in there we had about 100 members 100 yeah oh my god yeah that's pretty, big it was a pretty big truck club and then that's Southern when we, california mostly yeah 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then that's that was when a hell we, of a scene back then. Yeah. And that's when we started negative camber. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's that mean? Negative camber? Yeah. You know, on the front I tires. think I, I understand, but it's yeah. just a term I don't think understand. You know, some people would understand. Yeah, it's just wheels cambered in at the top. and Right. You know, there's positive camber and negative camber. So negative camber, it's like the bottom of the tire sticks out further than the top of the tire. Yeah, right. Because I love the, the Japanese lowrider yeah, styles. The big, they camber that. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost a 45 yeah. degree angle. Yeah. It's just the yeah. corner of the tire hitting the ground. Yeah, so I think that's a representation of being low. As yeah. low as you yeah, go. Yeah, when you go low, you get negative camber. Right. Yeah. 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 So you guys were on that shit way back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever see what was going on in Japan at that time? Uh, no. You, yeah, no. that's the thing. Yeah, like, no. I think information about what they were doing would be kind of few and far between. The Japanese kill it, though. Well, that's the thing, because you, you had a Datsun, right? Yeah. It's a yeah. Japanese yeah. truck. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's just it. Because now, I think with... Like things like Instagram, I can really keep an eye on what's happening in lowrider scenes in really strange places. Like I'm really yeah. interested in what's happening in Indonesia yeah, and their right. lowrider scenes. Yeah. Bizarre, like the little cars that they have right. there and what they do to them. Yeah, you know? I yeah. love it. I just like customizing in general. I Me think too. everything has its purpose. Sure. It's not what it is; it's what it could be. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what I do all day, kind of tearing up piece of blank white paper right. into yeah. something right you know, yeah. That's, yeah 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 well and i like when people make art out of everyday things too and i think cars are part of that you yeah. know and you're not afraid to just go in there with a saw and just be like no nah, i want this to look like this and i'm gonna paint this like this right i'm gonna stick this over here and yeah, yeah i yeah. love that yeah i definitely grew up around that too my father and his brothers were drag racers mm. you know and by the time i was a little kid they i don't think they were still doing that maybe my uncle tom's was but uh <clears throat> i kind of remember my father sometimes on the highway just dropping the accelerator to the floor <laughs> and just take off and my mom would be like what are you doing he's like cleaning out the carburetor you know i need to do this every once in a while my sister and i'd be screaming in the back like go 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 it was really fun but that's the thing like once we moved to new mexico because he was into cars and stuff he was like let's go to the car shows let's let's go check this shit out you know he yeah. had a the 64 and a half mustang yeah, that first year the yep. fastback with yep. the two plus two, and yep. he was dragging that. And I think his brother had a '63 Corvette, the split window. Oh yeah, what they dragged. That's a badass And there car. was a Buick, was mm. the other one that they they raced. I like Buicks and Pontiacs. Yeah, I wish I could remember the name of the Buick. It had a cool name. And there's a picture of my uncle Tom with that car. A roadmaster, like I bet. Thirty fucking trophies. Oh really? Big ones. Yeah, <laughs> he he mashed in that thing, man. He owned a a gas station in Virgin, New York, that I would hang out at as a little kid in there. And I that, like even when I go to Unique Built, there's always this like. Oh, I love this. Like yeah. The smell of the oil and the, the steel metal and, and the rust and the yeah. dirt. And the, oh, I just love it. It's kind of like freight trains yeah. that have a similar smell. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just love that. Yeah. yeah, it takes me back every time. <laughs> so you did, so you had the dots in. Usually I feel like you guys that fuck with vehicles end up doing it a lot. Like how many, how many vehicles do you think you've customized up to this point? 
my own years. personally. Let's or, say your own personal ones first to start with. Okay, yeah. so for me personally, it's kind of strange because I've only had about three custom cars. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my Merc, it's been 28 years that I've been building oh that car. <laughs> You've had that car for 28 years? Yeah. Really? Yeah. When did you buy that thing? Um, so 28 years ago would have been, what, 19... Fucking 81 or something? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Where did you get it? I found it on the side of a road. In, down in San Diego? In San Diego. I was wow. going to a friend's house to drop off a Christmas card. Uh-huh. And I drove by this Merc. And it was I wanted an old car, you know? No, I do too. I, I'm I, looking. I wanted an old car back. <laughs> I hear you. And That's so funny. I was like, you know, I was looking and... You yeah. know, I was into sleds, and I wanted, you know, the 49 to 51 Merc. And yeah. I drove past this car, and it just caught my eye, and it had yeah. a for sale sign on it. It was 800 bucks. <laughs> I got the number, called the dude, and we started chatting about it, and we had some mutual friends. And he's like, dude, give me 500 bucks. And I was like, yeah, I couldn't get it out of my pocket fast right, enough. Right. You know, and I drove it for, I drove it for a good year when I moved up to L.A. Huh, cool. And, I drove it up there. and then, What a beast to be driving around yeah, California. Yeah, right. Wow, it, was, it was a fun car, man. Yeah. And then, you know. Yeah, and you just kind of continued to slowly. with it. I think it was my development as a car builder, like, you know. Cause, That's what you'd practice on, so Yeah, like, you know, I cut it up, and then as I got better, I'd cut things back out and right. did them better, you know. Right. And, and so it's kind of... It's my development tool, I think, more than anything. Well, that's the thing. That's what you do for a living. It makes yeah. sense that you would have something like that. And I guess the reason I haven't finished it is because I'm probably afraid of what's going to happen. What do I do when I'm done with it? Yeah. <laughs> no, know? right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, hopefully I can drive it and enjoy it, but, you know. Sure. Or, you know, fucking sell it to somebody that can give you good money for it, that'll yeah. love it just as much right. as you love it, yeah. and try something else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that's the nature of that game. Yeah. You know? So I haven't had a whole lot of cars myself. Yeah. You know, but... But it's, you know, I think it's telling of the time, too, that you kind of, you went from mini trucking and then got yourself a bomb. Yeah. You know what I mean? Big round uh, car. Right, yeah, yeah. I liked the, where the, my dad used to tell me they called the Mercs from a certain era upside down bathtubs. Yeah, like 49, 50, to 51s. Yeah. 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 Super, super round. Yeah. Like the Hudsons. and. Yeah. yeah. I liked those at the car shows. Yeah. A lot. I guess I didn't really realize that yours was one of those. It's not. It's because it's yours is year, older? Yeah, it's a 56. So it's, right. It's, it's not the year as round. I, yeah. It's got yeah. fins on it? No, it doesn't have I real big fins. Really, huh? Yeah. Just no. those big fenders. Yeah. Yeah. It's when the body started becoming square and yeah, r- right before like the space age cars, like sure. 57s and like the yeah. turnpike cruisers and uh-huh. they had the roll down back window. Yeah. They got they real got ugly. Really, really wild. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All the extras. Yeah. Like Harley's kind of got like that too. Yeah. It's just yeah. like. How much shit God, can you put on this thing? <laughs> you got 15 lights off the back. Yeah. Holy As God. a customizer, that's the first thing I go for is all that crap. Like get sure. that shit off. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's cool. Yeah. Because it's just, I don't know. I like the simpler stuff. Yeah. So uh, let's go back a little bit. So you kind of started in the car business doing audio. Um, is that right? Kind of yeah, first audio. kind of shop. Yeah. And then how did things evolve from there? 
Um, so, you know, I did car audio for a minute, and then uh, I did that for probably about five years. Oh, okay. And at that shop, you know, I started just doing decks and speakers and alarms. And yeah. there was this crew in the back, and they were the custom guys. Like, they built uh, the big systems. And yeah. I was just that guy, like, man, I want to be with those dudes. Sure. And so I just worked my butt off until I got there. And I went to several other audio shops. And, you know, then I started doing stuff for all my friends and yeah. their trucks. And, yeah. you know, got into the scene pretty deep. And, you know, it just never left. Like, yeah. And then, uh, so I moved to Phoenix, and I was doing car audio in Phoenix for Why did uh, you move there? I don't remember the year. My friend, he had a pill problem, uh-huh. and he was going to try driving himself back, so I was like, uh-huh. dude, I'll drive you back. Yeah. And so I kind of just drove him back and moved there, you know? Yeah. And, and I moved the fuck out of there, because that place is hot as fuck. Yeah, no, that's what <laughs> I'm saying. Like, Phoenix is gnarly. Gnarly. <laughs> yeah, I'm tr- I trip at people there. I get why there's custom car people there, because of the no rust, and it's just yeah, like I mean, there's a lot of really year nice round. work year-round, yep. straight up. Yep. Just, you need AC in December. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a crazy place. And then, so, uh, and then I moved back here. Okay. And... Uh, it was pretty crazy because I was like, I got to do something. And I found this place called Car Cuts by Barber. Hmm. A little hot rod shop in cool. this little back area. And I went in there and just, you know, kind of applied hands-on. Just, right. you know. Right. Let me work here. I want to learn this stuff. And yep. that was kind of the beginning of my hot rod building career. Sure. Well, I think that's another thing for listeners to catch. Yeah. You know, like you just went and were like, hey. Yeah. I have some skills. I can do some stuff. I'd like to learn more. Right. I'm ready to get down. Yeah. Like, I'm what, do you, what do you say? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I. It worked. I'm, yeah. I've just been that individual that, you know, I'm not afraid of anything. I'm willing to try it. Yeah. I will fuck things up for sure. Oh, I do but. too. <laughs> I do too. You know, but that's a process of learning, I think. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's cool. So. Yeah, so how long have you been back in Colorado then? Have you been living here the whole time since then? A minute. Yeah, yeah. it's been quite it's been a, a while. Yeah, good been 10, lots 15 of things. Years or yeah. So? yeah, yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Huh? And your family's here, right? And cause yeah. they were always here. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, they never I'd, left. I'd come during the summertime and sure. back here and visit grandma and stuff like that. Right, right, right. It was crazy because you know, you out in California, you could skate all day. Yeah. Morning to... Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> and out here, I couldn't even skate up the street. <laughs> oh, right. the altitude, you know. The altitude and the cold. <laughs> You're just like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. That makes you stronger, though, yeah. if you get used to it. Yeah, that. right. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. So how did you end up getting hooked up with Jerome at Unique Belt? Um, well, you know, I came out here, mm-hmm. and we went to a show, and met him uh-huh. through Hector and I don't know it just clicked you That's know cool. it's those things like when I met you it was just like you know that camaraderie and it's that first 30 seconds you know yeah. if you're going to be friends with that person for a while or yeah. not yeah yeah and so <clears throat> I think there's like you recognize your tribe kind of yeah right you know what I mean? right yeah game recognizes game hopefully <laughs> <laughs> and when when was that Oh, I don't know. It all—it's all, it's all I feel blurred. Like I ended up running into you 
when did we end up crossing paths? Just last year? Yeah. Maybe at SEMA? Or yeah, I think right? SEMA was the first time I met you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that was the first time me and you hung out. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And I enjoyed was... our conversation in the uh, the Magnaflow booth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Right on. Yeah. No, SEMA's fucking nuts. Yeah. That... It's insane. If people don't know, like, what we're talking about, it's the biggest what like aftermarket parts for cars anything to do with the automotive world is there. right yeah straight up yeah like anything booths, you know with the audio with the crazy sound systems yeah. and stuff wheels and tires motors the cleaning materials paint. all yeah. that yeah Everything. and even like a company that might just sell wax for a car will have a like a gold Lamborghini in their booth just yep. to attract attention. Yep. So it's just full of just like the most insane rides. Yeah, there's like 4 million people that go That's through there. That's bizarre. Because again, it's like product, so it's different than a custom car show. Yeah. Because it's, you know, the angle is more about showing off the product. So sometimes those vehicles are just awful at yeah, SEMA. Right. Oh, yeah. they're just, yeah. I don't know, they're on such a, a theme thing or whatever that on yeah. the street it would look like awful kind of. Yeah. You know? It's a, it's a funny it, place. It, yeah. It's, it's so gaudy. And it's such a, it's it's a rough deal to put a car in that show. Well, why? It's just a rush. Like, you know, me and Jerome built that. Me, Jerome, and Penn built that Camaro in oh, right. five I weeks. Oh, right. I that thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's just, you know, it beats you up. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I know it takes a while. So to actually do something in five weeks has got to be insane. Yeah. And then, you know, you just got to look at the market base that you're presenting yourself in front of. Yeah. Which is the, the top of the professionals. Right. It's like, you know, if going to a tattoo convention and yeah, right. you know, all the best tattooers are there and they're yeah. all working right away yeah. and everybody's able to look and compare work and, <coughs> you know, see what's going on. It kind of puts you on the spot. Like, right. Oh, right. damn, my shit doesn't look so good now that that guy <laughs> in the booth across the way right. way better car. God yeah. damn. Yeah. But aren't those humbling experiences for you? Oh, for sure. Yeah, and that's like, what makes you want to try harder. Yeah. You yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I try not to let my ego get in front of me ever. I try not to. Yeah. You know. I think there's always going to be that little bit of graffiti writer in us, though. I feel like graffiti writers are very uh, specifically um, uh, critical of other graffiti writers. Right. Like, you, you really start to analyze what people are doing and making determinations like that was good that wasn't good yeah you know what i yeah, mean right and it, it's like <clears throat> as much as we'll let our egos go behind us and let, try to let that go at a certain point you're like no i know what the fuck i'm doing yeah. i'm fucking good this shit is whack right <laughs> you know? yeah right right come on don't <laughs> fuck with me i know better but then sometimes you just have to let those people run off that cliff yeah, right. Yeah. I you suppose know. so. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I th let's talk about punk rock. Because I've played, I feel like I did, did I DJ one of the parties for the shop. Mm -hmm. And yeah. played some punk rock. And yeah. And you were all psyched. Is yeah. that something you got into like early 80s like I did? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it. I didn't like go to a lot of shows, but mm. 
I definitely listened to it skating and yeah, it was know. part of skating. Yeah, yeah, just as much as kind of hip hop became part of it, I guess more in the nineties. Yeah, you know yeah, the big right. pants and the little wheels. And right, stuff. yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, what, were you seeing uh, local San Diego bands at all? No, I never. No, yeah. I just in Albuquerque. We definitely had like the backyard scene because no venues would really allow punk bands because they thought their place was just going to get destroyed. Right. That's you probably know? you know skate parties and stuff like that yeah. is when I would see yeah the most punk and bands. That's I didn't when go we to did because I was yeah. always broke as fuck. <laughs> I remember a punk band playing on Mission Beach, like in, yeah. in one of those front courtyards, you know, yeah. right on the boardwalk. Yeah. When I was there. I was like, "What the fuck? This yeah. is sick! All right, <laughs> this is like Albuquerque a little bit." Yeah, right San Diego is fun that way because you could just cruise down the boardwalk and party. Yeah, and just walk into Absolutely. parties. And... and there was always so many girls <laughs> oh, in man. bikinis and shit. Oh yeah. And as a teenage boy, I was of course just like, "Holy fuck! <laughs> I love wow, this place, California." <laughs> nah, it blew my mind. Yeah. yeah. You know, because I'd only seen girls like in Albuquerque. They ain't girls hanging out in bikinis. No. Like even at the fucking pool. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But in California, almost all of them had bikinis on. And it was just such like it's crazy how much skin they'll show nowadays, even comparatively. Yeah. Like in the eighties, I was tripping, you know, and those yeah. those I don't even know why I got I guess it's just something with San Diego, man. Yeah. The fucking girls. The culture out there is definitely... And the Cholot girls. I remember they would be hanging out in the parking lot at the beach there. So hot. With the sketchy dudes. So hot, though. Oh, my God. Yeah. With the creased dickies. Oh, no. You know that, too. Chucks. That's a big part of San Diego. Yeah. 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 Still. Still, for sure. Did you ever run across Tribal Gear? Yeah. The clothing yeah. company? Because I started yeah. working for them, I think, in 92, and they had maybe been around for about a year. Yeah. And I forget what car club those guys are in, but they, th- when I first met them, I think they were a little taken aback that I knew about lowriders and was really into it. Right. But I was like, I'm from fucking Albuquerque. <laughs> right. like, yeah, like... That was white kids sometimes you. know yeah. about lowriders. Right. <laughs> what do yeah. you know? Yeah, I but did. Yeah, I you really I, clicked. I did. Uh, I think it was Bobby. I did some car audio in his. Oh car. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bobby's the owner yeah. now. He's the yeah. sole owner. Back back in the day when Joker sure. was writing for him. Yeah. 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 That's rad. Yeah. You remember what kind of car it was? Or I don't what? remember. Yeah. yeah. So what kind of uh, were you doing like? Blau Punk and Pioneer and we were doing like PPI, PPI, Pioneer. Okay. Yeah, Precision Power, right. JL Audio, MB Chords. Like that I was kind that of being our, a big deal. Yeah, that was kind of like our the setup. cruise was bumping back then. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like everybody had crazy bass. Yeah. A lot of Magic Mike. Yeah. That bass music. Oh yeah. Miami bass music. <laughs> Me and my buddy Penn were playing that in his Impala really? the other day. Oh yeah. yeah. Magic Mike is <laughs> yeah. the shit. Oh yeah. That's he was at 808. Yeah. <laughs> now he was able to drop the bass so low and hard on his shit in particular. Yeah. 
Yeah, we were reminiscing. Kids are like, oh, I like bass music. And I'm like, do you know about Magic Mike? And they're like, who? That's a dumb name. (laughs) And it's crazy when you have a loud stereo because you just want to go cruise and play music as loud as you can. I remember my back would hurt riding in my buddy Rel's truck because the subwoofers were right behind my back. back. And it would just shake the (laughs) shit out of me. And it hurt. It really hurt. Yeah, big bass systems definitely hurt. Yeah. And I remember, too, it vibrated his little truck. I think he had a Datsun, too, just the regular size one yeah. with the camper. Uh-huh. And it was, like, purple with gold metal flake. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah. Gold Dayton's. And I remember every Friday, we would go to the car wash, and we would uh, clean it up real good. But we'd also have to go over the whole truck with wrenches and tighten everything down. Because <laughs> oh, over just, the course of yeah. a week, it would loosen everything <laughs> yeah. up on the truck, yeah. you know? So yeah. it would be rattly. Yeah. By the time it was ready to uh, wash it for the the Friday cruise, yeah, you know that's crazy right there. He'd take me out, <laughs> and uh, he would explain to me that part of him having the flossy car with the bass is that he was like a a big guy, not so good looking, but he had a fresh ride, and yeah. that would be his way to meet girls. Yeah. They would just see this the passenger seat open and be like, "Hey, can I yeah. do a round with you on the cruise?" And he'd be like, "Yeah, hop in." And he exchange numbers and whatnot yeah, yeah but with me in the passenger seat it was the total opposite it was like crushing his game crushing yeah. it this goofy blonde kid sitting there like this is really fun ralph thanks for bringing me along man and then we see a group of girls and they just shake their heads at him like you fucking idiot who's right. who's riding with you you know it's so funny why'd you pick up this hitchhiker yeah, yeah. but i was his friend yeah you yeah, know what i mean that's cool yeah no, that was, a, you know, you were t- saying how horrifying it was to see uh, a person that you knew shoot somebody in the fucking head. Like, Rel chased uh, another friend of mine out of my house at gunpoint. Yeah. And I had to get literally in the middle of it and be like, not in my fucking house. <laughs> right. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Whatever you guys have going on between right. you. I don't give else. a fuck. Yeah. It's not happening here. Yeah. And I convinced Rel to let my friend have a literally like a 30-second head start. And he counted it out while he had the gun in his hand. <laughs> right. And I was like trying to talk to him. Like, dude, this is stupid. You're right. actually counting out the 30 seconds. Right. You're really going to go chase him right now and yeah. shoot him in public. You're an idiot. Right. You know? I don't know if he did even. Yeah. <laughs> he might have. I don't know. But it wasn't going to happen in my house. Yeah. yeah. Thank God, I'm right? Lucky to avoid that shit. There were plenty of house parties where you just saw the sketchies come in with their hands and like their hoodie in the front pocket. Oh, yeah. And they're just coming in hard and fast and yeah. they're looking for somebody in particular. That's when you just go right out yeah. the door as they're coming in. Oh, yeah. Fuck this. <laughs> don't want to be a part happen. of this. I used to have it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've heard gunshots so much yeah. in my life, yeah. you know, been shot at a few times, Yeah, you know, yeah. but I think people just fucking around. Yeah, we painted it open one time crazy. and these kids shot at us and the bullets were hitting just above our head and we were just like, we're out. We yeah. didn't say nothing. We just yeah. packed up our paint and fucking bounced. And the kids just laughed and laughed. Yeah. We were like, fuck this. <laughs> These dumb little motherfuckers. I think the kids were like 14, 15, you know? Yeah. And you're just guns. like, man, we're out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's rad. Did you ever, did you get uh, addicted to the fish burritos in San Diego? 
That's my thing. Carne asada, for okay, sure. Okay, carne asada. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah for some reason, we I was a... always into the fish there because it was a different style in Southern California. They were you know good, I mean? though. Fish tacos were... Like, fish tacos are mm. bomb in San Diego. Oh, man, dude. And all the different places that end in the the letter O, like Roberto's, Alberto's, Roberto's, yeah. yeah. and there's yeah, all there different one of those taco right stands. <laughs> Everybody has oh, one by their house in San Diego. Oh, my God. And they're so good, oh, and they're usually so open good. late. So good. What's your favorite one? Uh, Alberto's. Alberto's, yeah, yeah. yeah. What street's it on? Is there a few of the Prospect Alberto's ones? Prospect and Cuyamaca. Yeah. I always was uh, partial to Valentine's. Yeah. This one downtown. I remember that place. Yeah, yeah. Valentine's. And it was the guys was from Tribal yeah. when I'd come out. Yeah. And I remember I discovered Orchata in Chicago in probably 90... One or two in Chicago. And, yeah, I discovered oh, really? it in Chicago. Yeah, I was staying <laughs> with uh, Puerto Rican homies. Yeah, and one of them got it, and I was like, "What is that? Let me try that." And I was like, "Damn, this is like a milkshake." <laughs> yeah, right. Like, this is bomb. What is this? <laughs> My son loves I got hooked on it, and they didn't really do it in Albuquerque. Yeah, but I went to San Diego to hang out with the aerosol psychotics homies. And I went to a 7-Eleven, and they had a fucking horchata thing. You yeah. could get a, a, a big gulp or whatever yeah. of horchata for the same price as a Coke. And I was like, fuck, I'm in heaven. I love this Those, place. It's like the, the big styrofoam cups yeah. from the, the taco spots, right? Mm-hmm. Full of horchata with yeah. the little ice cubes. Oh, my God. That's all I survived on. Yeah. I would do the fish burrito and an horchata. Yeah. And they'd laugh at me because I would just get it every time. That's what's crazy about San Diego is it. Well, California in general is the culture. Yeah. Like, you know, you come out here and culture isn't here yet, you know, that is going on out there. It's different here. I've noticed that even being in um, Santa Fe the last few weeks, you know, like Santa Fe is such a styly town. There's like people that are weirdos. Yeah. You know, whatnot. And just dress wacky. Yeah. And are just weird and bugged. and, and, And there's just so many artists there. It's just like there's real style. Yeah. And in a funny, funny, like place with still dirt roads all over the place. Right. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But then coming back here, it's just like, yeah, everybody's just wearing stuff from the mall. Nobody's yeah. really mixing it up. Like yeah. I was up on Pearl Street in Boulder last night, and me and my friends we were all looking around just commenting on just that. Like, yeah. Isn't it weird? It's like the style is just what they're offered, they're not doing anything with it or going any and even the college kids are kind of the same way yeah they're all sure. wearing bulkum or whatever yeah it's all this i don't know it's just different but california's yeah. got flavor it 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 has the ability to present style yeah i think yeah you know people develop style and they want to be different out there and yeah they want to do sure. cutting edge stuff sure you know yeah well i think and like, the co- I, I guess the coasts are like that yeah you know what i mean yeah i and, mean that's like fashion like yeah the, i worked in street streetwear and kind of still doing skateboarding right. and it's like the the thing with that a lot to me is exclusivity so a kid wants a product that no other kid in his school has right you know what i mean yeah. because you're trying to set yourself apart yeah. whereas then you get to a place where there's really no style or no thinking about being an individual at all and you just yeah. feel so stale yeah right just like no heart you know yeah but california definitely definitely has that yeah you know i'll say though growing up in albuquerque my cholo homies really kept that style you know alive you know to the t like when i would go 
I remember going to pick up homies sometimes on the way to school in the morning, and they'd be like ironing their dickies, oh, and yeah. I'd be like, "Dude, you're fucking fifteen. <laughs> wow, wow. Why are you that going culture, in there? Like, yeah. Well, they would explain like, this is the only pair of pants I have, bro. This yeah. is this is my pants. Okay, that white T-shirt. I have one other one. Yeah. That's why I take care of them and I iron them every day yeah. because this is all I got. If right. I could wear a suit to school, I might. Yeah. But my mom can afford Dickies <laughs> right. and a white t-shirt yeah. and Chuck Taylors. Yeah. So they would really take that shit, you know, and that was another thing for me to learn in a good way. Like when I would step on them by accident. Right. Big goofy skater kid could give a shit what I'm wearing. <laughs> right. Don't give a flying fuck, <laughs> right. right? Right. And they're like, hey, bro, that's crazy, disrespectful. You just fucked up my shoes. And I'd be like, oh, come on, bro. They're fucking yeah. sneakers. Like, you're tripping. Yeah. Like, I've got five at home. He's like, nah, bro, these are my only chucks. Yeah. And these were brand new. Yeah. I'm going to kick your fucking ass. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, whoa, over shoes? And they're right. like, you're not getting it. Now yeah. I get it. Yeah. Like so much shoes. of that whole world to me was about respect. You know? Yeah. And I didn't really get the respect of those kids until I, until I started writing graffiti and being a, you know, basically yeah. doing felonies all the time. And they're like, <laughs> no, he's actually down. Right. He goes out with us. Yeah. If the cops come, you know, he knows how to handle himself. Did that it's develop your personality at all? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, for sure. That was the thing with, you know, graffiti writing culture, I think, in general, is, you know, it you build an identity. Yeah. And it's a fascinating way to do it, too, because there is this faceless part of it. Like, there's definitely been situations I've been in where people are talking about the work I've done as a graffiti writer right in front of me, not realizing I'm right there. Yeah. That yeah. is fucking neat. Yeah. Because you can really listen to what people are saying critically and honestly, you know? Yeah. Even, even if they're talking shit, shit. Yeah. You just listen yeah. in and you're like, all right, he's an asshole, but that's a valid point. Yeah. My arrow that I did on that piece was kind of whack or a it, bite or whatever. And right. I'm like, all right, I won't do that again. And I won't mention to dude that I heard him say that, you know? And it's funny, too, when I'd be in public and I have a giant, it says giant in graffiti letters across my back. Yeah. So if I wear a wife beater or something, it's obvious as fuck. Like, yeah. graffiti. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and people will be like, hey, man, what do you write? And I'll be like, what? And they're like, what do you write? Yeah. You, you know, do you write? And I'm like, yeah, I write poetry. How, how would you know that? And they're like, no, dude, you've got graffiti on your back. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I had a friend that did that kind of lettering, and he put, he put a thing back there. I always forget it's there. Yeah. And they're like... What the fuck? <laughs> right. But then I'll meet them months later and they'll be like, hey, bro, you know, and they'll get introduced through another mutual graffiti writer friend and I'll right. be very respectful and right. be like, hi, right, giant. And, yeah. uh, and they'll look at me like, motherfucker, <laughs> I ran into you at Walgreens and you fronted on me so hard. You told me you wrote right. poetry. And I was like, well, that's the thing, man. See, it's, there's there's certain ways to deal with this shit. It's an underground, illegal culture. Right. We probably shouldn't be blowing it up in Walgreens. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just kind of unspoken. Thing. But yeah. some kids just don't get that yeah, shit. Yeah, right. But right. I think we're still old enough to remember kind of how it worked. Yeah, every time you, you write you know? your name, that's a charge if you yeah, got busted. Right. <laughs> what did you write? Tech. T T E C K. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, think I, I didn't do a, a whole lot of stuff, you know. My I Tech get, is one of those names that I think it comes up like 
that era especially it was like three or four or five letter names yeah and the k on the end is rad yeah you know and yeah. it was like you how did you come to get the name tech was it because you were like a technical yeah person and somebody was just yeah. like dude you're tech. my buddy augie kind of gave uh, me that name and that's cool i just started writing it yeah my you first name was gimmick oh okay but then i stopped yeah. writing that sure went to tech i straight wrote mike on my first like, piece, <laughs> just Mike. Just throw my name Mike next to it. Yeah, and I think at the same spot, like a week or two later, I crashed really hard with some friends, and it was hollow under the the concrete. And mm. it shook when I hit, and my buddy said you went down like a giant, and I was like, "Ding, yeah, that's right. it." And then from then on, it's... I wrote Wesk for a while too, which again, yeah. the four letters, right. interesting letter combination, nonsense word, right. ends in a K. Right. And I could do the Wesk I... tag without looking. Yeah. I could be like looking around for cops and stuff while I was doing the tag. Right. I remember that was Just simple. shit. <laughs> I used to follow security patrols. <laughs> And tag, you know, and just right. keep an eye on them as I was doing right. it. So then when they'd come all the way they around on their right. loop, they'd start okay. seeing the tags. And they'd be like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. The yeah. whole route. You right. just followed me, son of a bitch. I did that all the time. Yeah. yeah. God damn, that shit was fun. Did it you so find uh, freeways in San Diego at all? Oh, yeah. Fat caps? Yeah, oh, yeah. That, like, yeah. You could see like the circle of the spray when you yeah yeah mm-hmm. were you getting them from household products or was people selling those caps um, to you at that point I think I bought some from Tribal that's where I was getting yeah. them when I would mm-hmm. come visit yeah. yeah Bobby had all yeah. the different caps yeah he was like the graffiti supplier dude yeah when well, he was managing the the aerosol psychotics guys too getting them gigs that isn't it crazy to you like how graffiti uh developed into clothing lines and stuff like that i think it was organic like, yeah like it just started because i did that kind of before just because i wanted to advertise myself as a graffiti writer and i made shirts that i sold at raves yeah like tribal you know? started and with then it just, just boom a, it was just a th- throw up tag sure. yeah i shirt. think dyes did like that first yeah logo right yeah and zodak yeah because i still have the early uh catalogs i've always yeah. i just moved and then they again. like and then the art like then it was like okay you know it, it started, started getting better and yeah. the artists yeah. started getting better and, yeah yeah and, and clothing oh, became better yeah it you know. was such a fun time again because like fashion was this thing of big brands like levi's and Pendleton and Converse, yeah. right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, there's these little independent brands that are able to proliferate and pop off. And yeah. there was stores in Southern California, lots of them, yeah. you know, that yeah. were pushing all that shit. Like tribal, like they're coming up on 30 years. Exactly. Yeah. They're having a big 30th anniversary party, I believe, in June. That's dope. Yeah. Dude. I just did a piece for them. They invited really? all of us to do panels, like wooden panels. And oh, they're just really? going to cover a, a whole space with them right next to each other. I can't wait to see it. I'm hoping yeah. I can go out and check it that's out. That's dope. But that's the thing, like 30 fucking years. Because there's a lot of brands that were around back then that are long gone. Long that were gone. fucking great. Yeah. Remember Gat? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that was my friends from <laughs> AWR crew yeah. in mostly Los Angeles. Yeah. And Third Rail. Was yeah, I like Third thing. Rail stuff. Third Rail yeah. is the shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, he had the whole, like, lifestyle. Of, like, oh, man. fucking porn stars yeah, and right. writing graffiti. <laughs> yeah. And he had, like, lowriders and choppers. <laughs> oh, and... yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was some shit. I remember yeah. going to the, the ASR trade shows in San Diego. 
Yeah. That's when I, f- I went to the first one in 93. At the convention center? Uh-huh. Yeah. And then they started doing a thing called 432F that was for streetwear brands. And it was in a hotel, like across the street from ASR at the same time. Mm. And those were really kind of epic and legendary, too, where you'd have Gat next to Third Rail, next right. to Tribal, just in these little rooms. Right. right. And it was just... It was amazing to just run across all these people that were like, because again, it was like the people that influential were badass, people. influential graffiti writers that were like, all right, I'm ready to <coughs> stick, step this up to the next level and see, you know, because right. even I saw it as like every t-shirt is just like a tag and somebody's walking around with your thing on it right. advertising for you. So yeah. as a writer, you're like, oh man, I'm going to be on more and more t-shirts. Let's do some stickers, bro. What else can you throw me on? Let's do this. Yeah. It's still that way. Everything. It's still that yeah. way. Isn't that yeah. crazy? Oh yeah, totally. That's, yeah. God bless Tribal. Right, right. Those were, that was, those were such fun years. Yeah, and it was crazy how it just came around. When was that? I drove from Albuquerque overnight in my friend's Volkswagen Golf. And it was the first time I'd driven a stick. And we drove all the way to San Diego overnight to see a battle between, I think it was like, Dyes and Zodak versus Quasar and Saki. It was this huge wall behind a... uh, like a mini mall or some shit, but we drove all the night just to see it, and we blew through a uh, border point checkpoint yeah. at like four thirty in the morning, coming into San Diego County, and the lights were off and everything, and we just blew through it, like yeah. literally didn't slow down at all. Right. And then he kind of woke me up, my buddy Lath, and was like, "Yo, I think I just blew through a border point," and I was like. I didn't see anything. Like, just yeah. keep going. Yeah. We got pulled over <laughs> way down. They were so pissed. Oh, my God. Yeah. They smashed our heads into the hood of the car and made us put our hands on it. It was hot as shit because we'd been driving all night. Right. Our friend, we had a, a homegirl in the back. They thought we had drugged her. It was all this Jeez. crazy shit. And we were just these goofy skater kids right. going to see a graffiti wall. And we're just trying to go along. to graffiti. Yeah, we just yeah. want to see graffiti. Oh, it was so funny. And we finally got to my buddy Dice's house, and I fucking, uh, I think I passed out in the car <laughs> asleep. I think we all did. And then woke up to them knocking on the window like, oh, shit, they're here. Right, Check it right. out. <laughs> off, off. Let's go. We didn't even get to see the wall finished. Yeah. But it was amazing. That was such a good time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you still go back to San Diego? Uh, I've been there a few times. Yeah. yeah. I go here yeah. and there. I still yeah. have a lot of friends there. Yeah, I have a lot of friends there, too. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Right. I like San Diego, but, man, it's too expensive. No, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about the changes that, you know, are coming around now. Like, you you know, it's crazy right now. A lot of friends are going through a lot of changes. Sure. This it's spring. that time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's like leases run up. And yeah, it's like, oh, right. I got to do it now or I'm going to be here another year. Right. I didn't really want to move right now. Right. <laughs> I do it now if I'm gonna yeah do but it. are you aren't you pretty happy that you did it yeah yeah no that's just it, it it's upheaval um I think too it's just kind of my personality I want to experience things and I just get restless and I start to play the pros and cons against each other and it's just like eh, it's time to go yeah it's time to try something yeah. else you know and it it's been a thing that's like fucked 
fucked up my life a few times. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, You're just like, I gotta do this, and this is gonna suck. Like, it's just gonna be a few rough years. But you just, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, kinda. you just persevere. Yeah, totally. Perseverance is what life's about, I think. I think so, too. You know, you yeah, just yeah. gotta per- persevere through the trials and tribulations of what... You Life do or you gives don't, you. man. You know? You do or you don't. <laughs> yeah. That's just it. Some I know a lot of people in this society just get swallowed up by it and just, you know. I mean, fucking ODs and suicide are the top two killers in America right now. Yeah. yeah you know? Yeah. I think number three is car accidents and number four is regular old, like, heart attacks and, yeah. you know, yeah. stuff. And to me, that's just, an, that's terrible. <laughs> Isn't that do, crazy? Yeah. Do you think that your life's going to slow down a bit going to Albuquerque? or? Well, yeah. 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 I mean, it's a hustle, right? Like yeah. Like working for yeah. yourself yeah. or that kind of thing. So, like, my expenses just got cut by two-thirds. I have to pay about a third of what I was paying in Boulder now yeah. that I'm down in, in Santa Fe. So, I, I have to work a lot less. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, yeah. I could get away with it, so to yeah, speak. right, I mean, right. Always right. Not that you're where, going to work yeah, less, but there's always, uh, yeah. I mean, there's there's always something. Well, and fuck with the the, the van. Yeah, <laughs> there's always like, hey, we need some money for this and this and this, and it's like, okay, yeah, yeah. I never question it; just throw it at it. Yeah, but I got to have that money around. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's always like, okay, now I can't like totally slack off. <laughs> as much still, as we want to, yeah, but I can't. Yeah, no, I still got to hustle. Yeah. But the, the hustle is a lot easier at 47, having my own online store and able to get 100% of the value for the piece, whereas I used to have to give up to 50% to a gallery yeah. for helping me sell the thing. Yeah. And th- that's a, that in and of itself is a huge, huge game yeah. changer, you know? But I gotta do it myself, and that's kind of half the f- the good part about working with other people. They take care of all that, packing all the tubes and right. going to the damn post office right. and all that shit. Sometimes yeah. it's well worth, uh, you know, the percentage you give them to do that for you. Absolutely. You know? And yeah. other things, eh, not so much. <laughs> I can do it. Post <laughs> office is up the street. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I just sold some drawings that I need to send international, and it just goes in the same envelopes and stuff. Yeah. It's, you know, I just draw to the size that fits within that. It's yeah. not a big deal. Yeah. And it's just a visit to the post office, and it works out. Works out I'm, good. I'm fucking so thankful for that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, when... When did you get hands on my van the first time? Like, like, did you move out? I guess you were already here for a while. And when I met you at SEMA, had you been working with Unique Build by then yet? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, yeah, a few times, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and, you know, me and Jerome have, you know, our relationship is, I believe in the guy, you know. Yeah, I do you too, know? obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. You know, and, you know, it... It's been different. It's been sure. chaotic, you know, but... Right. And I guess... No, it, I, I've seen that just yeah. from the outside. Just yeah. like the, the moving of the shops and yeah. as it's grown and developed. And yeah. It must be yeah. a motherfucker to kind of wrangle it all. Yeah, it's definitely hard. Yeah. And that's like one of those things in my life that I have a hard time wrangling it. 
Right. And that's awkward for me because I usually don't have that issue. Sure. You know. Sure. And this is Plus definitely so much stuff. Yeah, man. It's that's so the thing. Much stuff. Like uh, I've seen you doing all kinds of things, every single part of yeah. a different vehicle, and yeah. fabricating things that were never there. Yeah. Like that crazy engine cover I saw you making. Uh-huh. It was just nuts. <laughs> all the bends and yeah. things. It was just like, oh my god, how did he figure out? How, uh, you know. Yeah. And then you're shaking your head like, yeah, but now it's going to be really hot. <laughs> yeah. This doesn't seem like a great idea. <laughs> it's whatever. But you did it so nice. Yeah. It looks so fresh. Yeah. Just it make looked, it simple, yeah. you know. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I like that part. You know, I like sure. being able to, I like being able to have a big wheelhouse. You sure. So yeah. I can do anything, you know. You've got all oh, the tools there. Yeah. I you mean, want me to build door panel? Yeah, I can build door panel. You've been showing me yeah. how to do it. Yeah. Which I'm eternally thankful for it's really yeah, cool we need to do more of that you know well yeah i mean i plan i was going to talk to you about that actually i'd like to come up for like a few days in a row and just come to the shop every day and work yeah. on that visor and okay. get things cleaned up maybe work on the inside of it if, if the damn thing's on the ground yeah whatever well my you car know. will be out of there and oh damn. yeah <laughs> yeah it's packed in there There's yeah a lot of stuff going yeah on. My, i'm gonna take my car to missouri yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That's right. Your fam's moving to Missouri. Yeah. So that, that car will go out there. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty stoked about that. Yeah. That seems like a neat change. Yeah. It's right? going to be it's slowing down, dude. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, we're going to have property. You'll be able to build a shooting range. and Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, that'd be fun. I'd love to be able to just go shoot on my property. I don't yeah. think I've ever had a place where I could right. do that. Just go outside and shoot? No. No, I don't think so. I mean, Maybe we could. Blame it on the neighbor. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Gotta have a good alibi. Totally. Well, that, you know, we were talking about audio. Like, when I was watching you do the, the audio for the van... Like you, you obviously knew what the fuck you were doing, <laughs> you know. Yeah, right. I, and uh, this is the funny part. Like I don't know what you know how to do or not do. So it's been fun just to show up, and you're like, oh, I just made this, and I made this, and this is up here, and I'm like, oh fuck, like <laughs> wow, you know how to do all this, dude? Shit, goddamn. Yeah, it always surprises me. Yeah, I'm you know, pretty well rounded. Yeah, you, know. you get down. I'm not the afraid. The tubs that you made for it were the biggest fucking tubs I've ever seen. They're big. Like enormous dually dually yeah. tubs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All inside the vehicle. <laughs> and that's yeah. been the motherfucker with that project in general, I feel like. It's like with a pickup truck you guys are able to pull things off and get right in there. Yeah. But with my van, I mean you have to get in the thing. Yeah, you have to work around the it's, shell. Yeah. Yeah. But it seems like you've got the rear end pretty locked up. Like it's good. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. You gotta get the drive shaft in there. Drive shaft and how's the steering. front doing? Because I remember the front the the front steering was a little crazy. Yeah, and there was a, a I, I forget. I feel like there was a one of the guys that used to work there mismeasured something, and then he wasn't there anymore. Yeah, I didn't see him around <laughs> anymore. Well, and, and, the, and the steering is a motherfucker in that thing too because of where the. Yeah, you just want the, to... the steering column comes out kind of ahead of the, the front end, so to speak, versus yeah. in a pickup truck or a car, it would be kind of behind it. Yeah. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. Well, that's that's a part that get I figured really out. have been like looking at it myself like, what the fuck? I yeah. have a plan. 
Yeah, there's just yeah. so much shit. But yeah. it's pretty close. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it was pretty close. Well, shit. Last I mean, November? That's the thing. <laughs> I mean, we had been geared up to take it to SEMA. Yeah. You know, so I knew it was at least that close. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. whatever. It, I'm going to have so much fun in that goddamn thing. Yeah. It's, it's going to be But fun. it has been like... A long time. Well, it's been a few years now. And it's just been like... Like, I had friends that were like, if you're going to do this, like, you can't worry about how long it takes. Straight up. You can't. And yeah, I'm trust just, me, just I know like, that. <laughs> exactly, right? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... And that's the thing. It's just been... In the end, it, it has been tough. No. You know, but mm. I think a lot of that has to do with my personality and how I work and that I'm able to start and finish a drawing in a single day. Right. You know what I mean? And when yeah. I do a project, I'll do one thing at a time. You know yeah. what I mean? I'll start a canvas. If it takes me a week to get it done, so be it. But I'll just do that one thing until it's done. Right. And to hand something off to a shop, you know, it's just like... It's out of your comfort zone. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah I never... And I knew it was going to be tough. Yeah. You know, even like the Buddhist part of me was like, this is going to be tough, bro. This is going to be on your mind a lot. It's going to drive you nuts. And think, are you willing to deal yeah. with that? You know, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's a lot it's, of, a lot of people don't understand like what it takes. No, of course not. And the timeline. That's just and, it. That's just and, it. Like, and the difficulties you know, involved. My analogy for, you know, car building <clears throat> to people is, you know, how many parts are in a car? Thousands. Probably, yeah. you know, 30,000 yeah. parts. Sure, right. If I take one hour on each part. That's so many hours. <laughs> that's 30,000 hours, exactly. right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and there's parts that take you days. Exactly. You know? No, and that's what I've seen, too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, you know, car building's about perseverance as well. Absolutely. You know, and I think so much of it, yeah, with all the all the projects I feel like that I've seen at the shop, like, you know, a part will come in and it's like, God damn it, it's a half inch too short or too yeah. long and you're like, We gotta send it back and get the other one and you're just waiting on parts yeah. and lead times. You put that in and then you realize, Oh shit, now we don't have clearance on this part. Right. Now we gotta cut this yep. down and replace this and it's just kind of a I think car building is thing. a process of Put it together, take it apart, put it together, take it apart, yeah. put it together, take it apart. Yeah. That's how you get a good car. Right. Right. A well built car. Right. It's serviceable. Frame up. Yeah, that's yeah. serviceable and it's everything works. Yeah. That's the hard thing about custom cars. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Is you have to persevere through that. Sure, sure. Do you like working on the trucks? It seems like you guys work yeah. on so many trucks, yeah. and I love the trucks. Yeah, the, I love that know. the truck scene here in Denver is really coming back up. And yeah, you know, was it something back in the day? It was like a big scene here. No, that's the thing. Like, never really popped. Denver never really had a trucking scene. Yeah, you know, we always going to would car see uh, Denver car clubs at the shows in Albuquerque, so I knew there was lowriders, and yeah. I knew there was lowriders in Pueblo, Colorado too. Yeah, like it's a big in Pueblo. Yeah. Right, that's the thing. We knew about that. Yeah, just like Española. Little yeah. town in New Mexico. It's a crazy lowrider scene, and you'd never oh. think, like, what the fuck? <laughs> I can't wait to go down there and see it. Oh, Espanola is fun. Yeah. I grew up uh, telling Espanola jokes. 
Really? Like one was, uh, oh, did you hear they put up uh, speed bumps at either end of Espanola? Nobody can get out now. <laughs> or uh, they had to lower the window at the McDonald's for the, the low riders. riders. <laughs> or what does a cop car in Espanola look like? A cruiser with luminarias on top. Right. But, you know yeah. the little candle bags that they put out at Christmas? Yeah. Yeah, that's what the Espanola cop car looks cop like. Cop cars. With the luminarias. Yeah, that's a trippy... Uh, that's a trippy part of the world. The Spanish that they speak there, too, from what I understand, is derivative of the conquistadors' Spanish. So when people from Spain come to visit northern New Mexico, they're like, why the fuck are you talking old-timey? Yeah. It'd be like us speaking like Shakespeare. Oh, yeah. And you'd just be like, why the fuck are you talking? <laughs> right. Like, this is how we've always talked, you know? Like, right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a really, really neat place. Cool. So, like, uh, what, uh, do you have any, like, dream projects, like, future stuff, anything, you, you know, kind of just to wrap up the interview? I mean, yeah, just getting the merc done, getting yeah, your get, van done. Getting, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, there's a lot of things. <laughs> Those are things that because, you know, I care for you and I want you to yeah. have your van and I want, yeah. you know, I know it's important oh, to you. Yeah. You know? Oh, it's well, like, fucking the biggest <clears throat> thing I've ever thrown money at. Yeah. And then, I'm, like, I'm not that guy. At the, at, <laughs> at the you know? end, like, it, <clears throat> it will be all retribution. Like, it'll, it'll yeah. feel good when it's done. Yeah, you know, well, I'm hoping that I'm that hoping. perseverance pays off. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping, I'm, I'm hoping too. Yeah. I hope to God I, I, like, like, I can oh, finish this merch yeah. <laughs> before I die and my son yeah. has a completed car. Right, you know. Is there like a a vehicle that you've ever dreamed about fucking with other than the Merc? I mean, is that really you? You've got your heart set yeah. on just getting that yeah. thing done. Yeah. That's so rad. Because <laughs> yeah. there's so many people I know that could just rattle off. Oh, dude, it's yeah. up to me. Yeah, <laughs> Jerome, he's always. Yeah, he's kind of that way. Yeah. How many motorcycles does he have? He has like a bunch. Six. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's in a motorcycle club. Right. You know, think those guys would have a lot of motorcycles. Yeah, know? but he's bringing it up to where, you know, he's building nice bikes. Yeah. Nice oh, his bikes. bikes are nuts. Yeah. No, yeah. I... I no, Good bikes. Like personally, yeah, I love his bikes. Yeah. That, like, his bikes uh, are on point. Yeah, that, like, uh, Cholo-style one is yeah. so, so sick. I love that style yeah. with the crazy eight-hangers yeah. and all the chrome, yeah. you know. I don't know if I'd want to drive one, but it sure looks You'd cool. You'd really like torch industry bikes. Yeah? Yeah. In particular? Yeah. Torch industry? Industry? Yeah, I'll out of Phoenix. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. The, he uh, he nails the lowrider bikes. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, he's really good. I'll check that out. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Do you ride motorcycles, too? Yeah. Do you? What yeah. do you ride? A Harley. What, which one? A 13 Street Bob. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, shit. Just we put a new pipe on it. That's yeah. fine. Just put a new pipe on it. You're <laughs> cool. going to get a bike. Another. I'd like to get a different one. Yeah, that Indian's kind of put me through the ringer. It's still fun, but I am looking to, you know, maybe just do a trade, and I'd be open to trying a Harley. Yeah. I think that everybody told me a Harley is going to give you problems mechanically, and that's why I went with the Indian. And my Indian was had problems the whole time. Shit. So I was like, well, maybe I should just try the Harley at this point. Who gives right. a shit? Or whatever. It's just kind of, I'm really, you know, I love choppers. And I think being so tall, I would fit a, a long bike nicely. But I don't think my back could take a hardtail mm, or that position. Yeah. No. 
so I'm, you know, then I'm more leaning towards a bagger, you know, like the street glide or whatever, think, yeah. you know, a road something king like that. or something. Exactly. Yeah. Because again, I'd like to do highway miles and yeah, go that's ninety if I, I can, and without a fairing, that gets old. Yeah. You know. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. I think. Uh, <laughs> you know. I, I think you should definitely go with one of those. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I think that I'm would just saying. Like I, I, I'm more a bar hopper, you know. Yeah, I don't yeah, that's do, what's fun, and that's really what my scout is made for. Is just kind of banging around. Yeah. It's not really made for highway, and that's mostly what I ended up doing on it. Yeah, I'll ride it. You some put some in miles the, uh, on though. Oh, lots. Yeah, no yeah. lots. <laughs> yeah. I rode, I rode the fuck out of that thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You and have your dad you go riding to, all the time, uh, right? Have you ridden in Wyoming? Mm -mm. it's so fun up there when you hit those like 80 mile an hour speed limit signs and you're like well i guess i can do 90 (laughs) it's so fun they're just like jamming and not worrying about cops at 90 oh that's fun i'm not a freeway driver in vehicles ah you know but i'll drive i like riding my motorcycle on the freeway yeah. yeah, no, it's really fun. Cause you can jam. The mountain roads too are just so fun. Yeah, I love scraping my pegs in the tight corners in the yeah. mountains. Right. Yeah, it feels like <laughs> such a badass. He's <laughs> <laughs> pulling out of the turns. Yeah, right. Yeah. But you always have that moment where you're like, "Oh God!" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> scrape, scrape, and you're like, "Oh shit! I better chill. I better chill. I'm getting a little too, little too crazy. Yeah, a little yeah. too crazy. Yeah, that's rad. Well, fuck, Mike. I I can't wait to listen to what we just said. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we just kind of let it rip. Yeah, yeah, it's all yeah. good. Well, thank you so much. I very much appreciate Absolutely, it. I man. appreciate your friendship. Yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to many more the, years of it. Yeah, the things you've been teaching me are, you know, it's like, I, I still think that's the best way to learn is just to show genuine interest, befriend people, show them you're respectful, and ask them to help teach you things. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's I, like... Uh, yeah, I, the I only just, thing just I really have to offer in life that. is the skills yeah. that I have. Because well, like at the the art night that I host, you know, it's just people sitting around and they get to see how other people are working, and it's turned into professions for some people. Yeah, that's cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just you're teaching them casually because they're asking. Right. It's not formal. It's just like, oh, here, go bang on this this way. Yeah. And come back and show me. Yeah. So many people like, well, like to try to hold that trade to themselves, and I don't think. We but that's do an that. old school thing. Yeah. That made perfect sense. Like in the medieval times, yeah. you know, the trades were developing, and if you knew how to make leather shoes, you didn't want to teach anybody how to do that, or they became your competition in right. the village. Right. But you sure as shit taught that to your kids. <laughs> yeah. Because right. that was something special that yeah. you had to offer. Like in my family, they're barbers way back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. And again, it's this trade that gets passed on and you learn from your family, but then you have to get your credentials or whatever to do it professionally. But yeah. it's still, it's, you know, like even now, I'm sure my dad would be perfectly happy to show me how to barber. Yeah, right. My sister, too. She does it, too. Yeah. They'd probably love it if I became a damn barber. <laughs> you know what I mean? And right. I thought about it. It's yeah. a good gig. It's something my dad has done his whole life and always had cash in his pocket. Same with my sister. A lot of freedom. But he needs a haircut. That's, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things. Yeah, like, it'll uh, never go away. Know. Yeah, I wonder if that industry is still getting, if, if young people are... are going into those industries i think so because my friends that are hairdressers fucking kill it Dude, and have fun it. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. get laid. You know, it's just, <laughs> right. like my homegirls in San Francisco, like they have fun. Yeah. You know, yeah. for sure. It's That's rad. good. Cool. Well, thanks again. It's all, all right, good. Brother. And uh, I'll see you at the shop. All right. Okay, cool. <laughs>